Welcome to the Josh Button Podcast, episode number five. Today, let's talk about lies that may perpetuate dis-ease. Lies that perpetuate disease. I wanted to talk about this because there's nothing more evident to me about a major issue that we have in America, especially about self-loathing. And we've been tried to loathe ourselves for ancestral sins or for current sins, both of which are bad for us. Neither one will lead to health. Why? They perpetuate dis-ease. Global warming. Let's start there. We've been made to believe that humans are responsible for climate change and global warming that is detrimental to Earth. I hope and I feel that most people have come around to the reality that we've been lied to, we've been manipulated, and that this is probably just leading to an, another avenue of tyranny towards taxation, towards a loss of freedoms, and there is no impending doom, especially due to us and our activity. This is a cycle of lies that you can go back and look, and we were in a cooling age, we were in a heat age, or heating age, and it's very traceable, the lies, and when they've changed, and when the story has changed because the lies weren't working anymore. Absolutely, global warming in itself is a great example. Al Gore and his propaganda film and the claims that were made in that, the absolute baloney as we see it now because of the timeline that they provided and the sea levels rising. There's plenty of evidence that the sea levels are not rising. People are still investing in seaside development all around the world. And insurers are still allowing it. That's a major tip-off. But also you can, you can take a good look at the cyclical nature of weather and of temperatures. It's not rising. Sea levels are not rising. Temperatures are not rising. There is no impending doom. And especially in America, we've been made to believe that we are going to kill the planet. Uh, I think Europe has been exposed to it quite heavily as well. We see the young girl that they've used, Greta. Oh God, Greta. And she's probably just a manipulated child, but it is obvious she doesn't know up from down. And the things that she spews are complete nonsense fear-mongering nonsense. I don't care how angry she gets behind the microphone, how upset and how tragic her worldview is. I won't participate. I'm not guilty. I feel absolutely zero guilt for filling my gas tank, for driving across town, for putting miles on to travel the country, to fly, business class, first class, Coach, doesn't matter. 
It really doesn't. These people that have perpetuated this lie are the biggest offenders, if you want to call it an offense. I don't. I don't. I think we are intended to live here, thrive here, take advantage of opportunities to see the world, to experience other cultures. There should be no guilt involved. Not if you're an elitist or a little man, either one. If you've done well for yourself in business, I believe you should go and see the world and travel and use fossil fuels, which I don't believe they're fossil fuels. I hope people are coming on coming on board with that theory as well. I hope it's kind of been debunked in enough circles that it's caught on. Oil is not a dwindling resource. Water is not a dwindling resource. And humans are not a plague upon Earth. We're just not. It doesn't matter whether you believe in creation or you believe in evolution. You should understand that we are not a plague on this system. And I believe Earth is a closed system. I'll go ahead and put that out there. I believe it's a closed system which works brilliantly. I think if you really dissect it and you really take a good long look, you can't possibly think we're a plague upon this place. But perhaps that this place was created so perfectly for our existence and our thriving existence that gratitude is the only option. We should be so thankful for the place where we live. But we should not be guilted into irrational decisions or living as if we are a plague on earth. This leads to disease. Self-loathing leads to disease. Another major, major drawback of this entire conspiracy is the self-loathing nature for the Western world when China and India and other countries that are major offenders are not concerned in the same way. We're disproportionately aiming this at the West. And this is not good for our health. I think we've already discussed how unhealthy the healthcare system is. But that's compounded by things like this. By propaganda that the media repeats and tries to bury in our subconscious and in, in our minds and eyes daily as fact when it just is not. And we have to address this as propaganda for what it is because it's unhealthy to bury it. It's un, unhealthy to acknowledge what they're saying and accept it as truth when we know it is not. It's our responsibility and we should do due diligence and debunking the narrative and speaking up against it, speaking up and educating those that are completely unaware, have not yet questioned it. John Coleman, he was the co-founder of the Weather Channel. He's come out and he's done several interviews and the media, when he does these interviews, they will really try to catch him in lies or make accusations that are completely false uh, question him as to why he's not with the Weather Channel anymore, how he got put out. They really, 
they try and damage the character of anybody who dare goes against the narratives that they're trying to fulfill, that they're trying to push, and an agenda that they're trying to push. He's he's done some outstanding work, and you should go and listen to them on your own, but there's a couple quotes that I'm going to share right off the bat. He said, a majority of American citizens are now becoming skeptical of the claim that carbon footprints resulting from our use of fossil fuels are going to lead to climactic calamities, but governments are not yet listening to the citizens. How true, how true. They keep perpetuating this nonsense. They keep trying to shove it down our throats. And there's plenty of experts that have come out and debunked point by point by point by point what their claims are. And all they do is dismiss them. They try and bury them. They try and attack the character of these individuals and go after them personally. Another quote of his was, global warming it is a hoax. It is bad science. It is hijacking public policy. It is the greatest scam in history. Now, I don't know if it's the greatest scam in history. I'm not sure I agree with that claim because there are some absolutely outlandish, preposterous hoaxes that have been successfully pulled on the public, on the consuming public, not only now, in modern United States, but throughout history. I think history is compounded lies in so many different areas and so many different genres or aspects of our life that we do commonly accept several preposterous lies. Hopefully we're awakening, we're graduating one by one Disclosure, I would like to think disclosure comes at some point in time just for American history and some of the things that we, all, I mean, we should all know were lies that have been perpetuated, whether we're talking about assassinations or the reasons to go to war, which we've discussed, or accepted science. I mean, it just took two years to realize that the lockdowns and that the mask and that the social distancing and all of these things had zero effect if you're, or negative effects if you're really taking a good look at it. But this was pushed on us as fact. It was pushed on us as our responsibility to abide by for the health and well being of others. Guilt in itself is a recipe for disease. We should not be living guilty. It does perpetuate dis-ease. It's just fact. We're made to believe things about our country's founding that are complete lies. If this was a sinful started country and our ancestors were terrorist who had began it on the backs of slaves and through warmongering and through poisoning the natives and all of the other claims that have been made, even then we should not carry the guilt of this around with us. This is not, it's not an effective strategy for growth. 
for progress. It's just not. To belittle the amazing achievements in itself is it's absolutely atrocious. But to carry guilt around, that's it's dismissive of the resilience that we showed and that we still show as humans in, in ourselves. And we're here today because we have adapted to all kinds of challenges, to all kinds of progress. And I believe we have progressed. I believe this is one of the best times in all of world history to be alive. And I think that you see a lot of issues in our culture now because it is, because things have been too easy for a lot of, especially the newer generations. Our challenges make us more resilient. When we overcome challenges and we progress and we grow, we become stronger. I spoke before about how I would absolutely run through walls and do anything for employers at the, be the beginning of our relationships. And when they lied to me or I caught them lying to me, it would change the relationship. It's, it's not healthy to work for someone you cannot trust. And it's not healthy to hire people you cannot trust. Trust is an important part of life. And you need to be able to trust both yourself and those that you're holding near and dear in your life. Your relationships matter and trust matters. One of the only or close to offenses to someone who has proven that you cannot trust them is somebody who pities you. We should not pity each other. And I certainly do not want pity from anyone. Not for any reason. All of my challenges have, like I said, made me stronger, made me more resilient. They've, they've made me dig in and give more effort to overcome situations that you might not face. I've, I think we all have very particular sets of challenges in life that we have to overcome and that they're there for a reason. They're teaching us things about ourselves, both things that we need to address, things that we need to mature in, and areas where we can improve our lives. Jordan Peterson, I love this quote. He said, when you decide to learn about your faults so that they can be rectified, you open a line of communication with the source of all relevatory thought. Maybe that's the same thing as consulting your conscience. Maybe that's the same thing in some manner as a discussion with God. No matter what your beliefs are on source, on God, you have to be willing to inspect yourself to understand where you're coming up short both daily and in long-term life and aim for something better. Aim. I think that's one of the greatest takeaways from the Bible in itself is that none of us are perfect, but we should all be able to aim for better, for a better existence, for better relationships, for being a, a better person. 
more dependable. Can you depend on yourself? Can others depend upon you? Are you a voice of strength in hard times? Are you resilient? Do you let things bother you that really shouldn't? Do you carry around emotional states that are really, really, really hard on your happiness, hard on your existence, that make it more difficult to thrive? If you're pitying someone else, it's very hard to be honest with yourself. It's just very difficult. If you're not being honest with yourself, how are you going to improve the areas in which you're coming up short? And if you're neglecting areas of your life that you should be trying to improve or trying to be, make better, that's perpetuating disease as well. Self-loathing and pity go hand in hand. If you're ignoring your own challenges, your self-preservation instinct is dwindling. You will ignore all kinds of things that you really shouldn't if you want to live a long, healthy, happy life. There are loads of traps in modern society. We have neglected a lot of not only spiritual, but physical needs. We've just neglected them. We've outsourced. We've dwelt in comfort far too, too much. And... Empathy and compassion aren't really, they're not really able, we're not really able to have empathy or compassion for others when we're completely neglecting areas in our own life. We're not compassionate enough for ourselves to improve. I think that's one of the issues I've had when I was having issues with alcohol in itself was because it was really easy to go to the bar. It was really easy to go out on the weekends, that was effortless almost. And there was plenty of aspects of it that were enjoyable short term. Go out, have fun, have your drinks, socialize. But when you're desensitizing yourself to such a degree that you ignore huge areas of your life where you should be demanding progress, where you should be aiming higher, you're setting yourself up for a disease for dis-ease, for an unhealthy state. Our challenges mold us. If we're accepting the lies of others in our lives, of the, the media and all of these things that make us self-loathing, there's a good chance that we're lying to ourselves on several different areas of our life. Just there's a good chance. Self-preservation can't be honed and sharp and readily available for us to distinguish in just logic and logical moments what we need to do to improve, to progress. The cavemen and older like generations, hundreds of years ago, didn't have this luxury if that's what you want to call it but i don't call it a luxury because there's nothing luxurious about trying to make yourself comfortable all the time just trying to escape the 
reality that that life is suffering in a certain degree and it needs to be you need to have challenges you need to have obstacles you need to have things that shine a light on your vulnerability so that you can improve that's why i love jujitsu jujitsu is one of the most honest and on the mats is one of the most honest environments there is you've either trained a lot and you've built things into your muscle memory and you've gone through a lot of discomfortable and discomfort discomfortable uncomfortable moments or you haven't it's humbling as it gets it's eye-opening as it gets when you go and you decide to put yourself in a situation where you are going to be extremely uncomfortable that's truth that is absolute fundamental truth when you are fighting for survival and you are putting yourself in positions where you are demanding adaptation demanding growth you have to survive in life you have to be able to thrive in an uncomfortable situation to really progress if you think your life is easy and you think you're without challenge you're not you're burying it you are not looking in the right areas you are not putting yourself in situations to grow if you're stifling your growth because you think you've have enough and you are pitying other people you are absolutely setting yourself up for a state of dis-ease i've met plenty of people who had a very diverse set of challenges some of them were completely unaware of what their challenges were at the moment and what they would be in the future i try to share my own experiences with more than one person so that i could save them some of the agony some of the turmoil some of the hardships that come with learning lessons over a long period of time and punishing myself so to speak to learn those lessons if i could save them that same struggle that same agony that same low part of the moment i've shared that and i realized in a lot of situations i was sharing something that a the person probably didn't need at that moment because they weren't ready to explore that part of their life or they weren't yet facing the challenges that would expose those things to them i think one of the major reasons that i knew i needed to start this podcast was because i had triumphed over myself over afflictions that i had put on to myself by neglecting truth over and over and over and over and over again and like i said it's easier to go on about your life making yourself comfortable all the time and chasing comfort as opposed to really being honest with yourself and embracing the discomfort and the struggle 
so that you can actually step through the threshold of a new existence. Jordan Peterson also talks about lobsters in his first uh, 12 rules and how they break their shell and how it's very uncomfortable to do so to acquire growth, to get into a new persona, a new existence. All of us have the same, the same, what's the word, paths to take in that regard. You need to make yourself uncomfortable. You need to embrace it, embrace the struggle. Don't bury it. Don't lie to yourself. Don't deny it. Don't self-loathe because of any of the reasons that at the moment culture would like us to self-loathe. You're not responsible for what your ancestors did. You're responsible for improving upon the conditions in which they provided you. Your parents most likely have given you a program from your first seven years of life, first eight years of life, in which you are unaware. And our part of our job in life, part of our our diligent you know, nature would be to move forward, to progress, to improve upon the situations which we were born into. Generational curses, some call it. It's all about breaking generational curses. We're not going to break generational curses if we're accepting lies and we're, you know, ignoring reality. And I think that's what, you know, the global warming hoax or or the patriarchy baloney, the ho- I'll call that a hoax as well. It's a hoax. It's lies. It's manipulation. But for us to dwell in that, to carry any guilt at all, is impeding growth and it's setting us all up for disease. I don't and won't accept pity from others and I will not pity myself because I have come too far. I've graduated through too many different chapters and too many different challenges. I've worked so many jobs in my life. I would say I worked in high school 20 something jobs and I was quick to quit, quick. Soon as, you know, a situation arose where I was like, this is not fair treatment or this is not what I want to do. I would quit in a heartbeat. That in itself, the the lessons that I was taking away from all of those experiences all made me a stronger person. They all made me more resilient. They made me look for what I did want a little bit harder and where I wanted to be in life. I wasn't going to settle because I had overcome the challenge of letting it go in the first place. I believe I've let things go that I had an opportunity to hold on to tightly. But by letting them go, I grew and I graduated and I moved forward and I progressed. Progress equals happiness. And without it, 
we will find ourselves in a state of dis-ease. Fitness is one of those categories. You can go to the gym every day, but if you just go and get on the treadmill for 30 minutes and you're repeating that treadmill, 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 uh, treadmill 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, that repetition in some ways is all right, but you're not going to get the results that you really want if you want to progress. You got to do something a little bit harder. You got to change it up. You need to demand adaptation. So you're putting new demands on your body, new demands on your system, and making your body adapt to them. It's creating resilience. It's, it's real growth. I reject the claims that the white man is responsible for this country and on the backs of other people, whether it be Native Americans or it be anybody involved in the slave trade. That's a whole wormhole to talk about on another episode and lots of lies that were and propaganda that have been pushed upon us for long enough, plenty long enough, we do need to address it. But before that, we need to eliminate the possibility of being guilty, of self-loathing, of disrespecting our heritages at all. Now, those responsible for atrocities in history, I think we should forgive them as well. But there's no way we should let lies be perpetuated, especially at the expense of all of our health and well-being now. We're being made to believe that we need to begrudge others and that reparations need to be made for things that happened hundreds of years ago that we are being lied to about. I will not loathe myself. I will not be guilty. I do not want pity. I will not pity. I will grow. I will inspect my own life. I will make myself a better person. And I will graduate over and over and over and over again until I create the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Or I at least demand the best of myself. That's a recipe for health. We need to open dialogue based in reality to be a healthy society. That's my thoughts for today. Josh Button Podcast. I will see you all again soon. Do not pity anyone. Do not accept pity. Do not self-loathe. We are all worthy. We are worthy of health, well-being, and creating that kingdom of heaven here on earth. We are worthy. You won the lottery when you were born. Don't you forget that. Don't think you were born for no reason. Don't think you were born to be a plague upon the earth. That's, I want you to take that away more than anything today, is that you are worthy of treating yourself right, of others treating you right and correctly, and of growing. Progress equals happiness. See you all soon. 
Here's to a beautiful day.